Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 11th of May. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 602 and we travel to Bangor in the north of Ireland, where Comgall, the founder of Irish monasticism, died. The Irish church had developed in a distinct way in the 6th and the 7th century. Roman rule had never reached Ireland. But a missionary bishop sent by Pope Celestine called Palladius had arrived in 431. But it wasn't until an escaped slave called Patrick had started to preach that Christianity took root. He had established a church in Armagh in the north in conjunction with communities that were copied across Ireland slowly and developed into a distinctive form of monasticism. Small enclosures in which groups of Christians, often of both sexes and including the married, lived together, served in various roles and ministered to the local population. Patrick set up diocesan structures with a hierarchy of bishops, priests and deacons. And the monasteries became important centres. Comgol belonged to what is known as the Second Order of Irish Saints, for the most part educated in Britain, and they would develop this tradition. The Antipophonary of Bangor of the 7th century claimed that Comwell was strict, holy and constant. And perhaps his legacy is greatest through the work of one of his disciples, Columbanus who had famously travelled to Francia. Comgol is mentioned in the life of Columbanus by Jonas as the superior of Bangor, under whom Columbanus had studied. Four specific traditions emerged in this climate. Easter was originally dated according to the Hebrew calendar, but slowly Christians in Ireland and in Scotland and the north of Britain, became aware of the divergence in dating between them and those in Europe. And in a synod in Whitsby, in the year 664, the Gregorian Roman mission won out. Secondly, the Roman tonsure, in the shape of a crown, was to shave a circle at the top of the monk's head, leaving a halo of hair or a corona. This was associated with the imagery of Christ's crown of thorns. This differed from the Irish tradition, which is unclear but involves shaving the hair from ear to ear in some fashion, and it emphasised its distinctiveness from the Roman alternative and invariably connects it to the use of the Celtic dating of Easter. But perhaps of most lasting interest was the distinctive form of penance that was developed, where confession was made privately to a priest under the seal of secrecy, and then where absolution and penance were given privately and ordinarily performed privately as well. Certain handbooks were made called penitentials, designed as a guide for the confessor, 
and as a means of regularising the penance that was given for each particular sin. In the wider church, penance had been a public ritual. Penitents were divided into a separate part of the church during liturgical worship, and they often came to Mass wearing sackcloth and ashes. However, the Irish penitential practice spread throughout the continent, where the form of public penance had slowly fallen into disuse. And by 1215, the practice had become established as the norm, with a fourth Lateran Council establishing a canonical statute requiring confession at the minimum of once a year. A final distinctive tradition common across Britain and Ireland was the popularity of Peregrinatio po Cristo, or Exile for Christ. Individuals permanently left their homes and put themselves entirely in God's hands. In the Irish tradition there were two types, the lesser Peregrinatio, which involved leaving one's home area but not the island and the superior peregrinatio, which meant leaving Ireland for good. This voluntary exile, to spend one's life in a foreign land far from friends and family, came to be termed the white martyrdom. The Irishmen Columba and Columbanus founded highly important religious communities after leaving their homes in this fashion. And Irish monks also founded monasteries across the continent, exerting influence greater than many more ancient continental centres of Christianity. The first issuance of a papal privilege granting a monastery freedom from episcopal oversight was that of Pope Honorius I to Bobbio Av Abbey, one of Columbanus' institutions. Illuminated manuscripts like the Book of Kells, high crosses and metalwork like the Ardar Chalice remain very well known. And in the case of manuscript decoration, had a profound influence on Western medieval art. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the Portuguese pilgrimage site of Fatima the apparitions behind them, and an infamous attack on a Pope. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please subscribe and leave a comment for the blog if you have time at www.pogp.net. And if you'd like to respond directly, then email the show on pogppod at gmail.com. Have a lovely day wherever you are, and thanks for listening.